I'm so glad you're joining us for this episode of Street Soldiers on Rap versus Reality. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. You can find me and follow me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at Lisa Evers, on Snap, at Lisa Evers Live. And if you want to catch up on previous Street Soldiers episodes, both our Hot 97 radio show as well as the Fox 5 TV episodes, they're all up for free on LisaEvers.com. Now, in this episode, we're talking about rap versus reality and where do we draw the line between life and lyrics? That's real life and lyrics. Now, Babyface teen rapper is taking hip hop by storm with his song and video about his real life run from the feds after he was labeled a violent felon by the U.S. Marshals and led them on a cross-country chase. Now, as he awaits trial on a capital murder charge, his video, this is Tay K, his video, The Race, has hit over 38 million views on YouTube. His song has been downloaded so many times, it is now starting to surge on the Billboard music charts. And in the meantime, he's facing some very, very serious charges. So is this a sign of the times or is this you know, another example that crime can really pay. And joining us to talk about this, Rob Markman, he's a hip hop artist. His debut EP just dropped, Right to Dream. He's also a hip hop journalist. Rob, great to have you with us. Thank you, Lisa. Also with us is author Terry Woods. She is the author of True to the Game. It is now a major film starring Columbus Short and Vivica Fox, and she's been on the forefront, one of the pioneers of urban fiction. Terry, great to have you with us. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Good to see you. Also with us is Charles Tucker Jr. He's a partner in the law firm Tucker Moore Law Group. He's also a criminal defense attorney. Rob, I want to start with you on this. In terms of rap, is this a new age of gangster rap? No, I don't, I don't think it's a new age of gangster rap. I mean, the technology changed, so we're getting it quicker. It's almost like, you know, we see Tay K on the run, the race is out, and then records the video and he's on the run, so you see it. But, you know, this reminds me in a lot of ways of um, Snoop Dogg and Murder Was the Case and what Snoop went through early on. Um, you know, Snoop, you know, it's hard now. It's a little jarring to say it because 20, 25 years later, Snoop is a staple in hip-hop in American culture. He's on, you know, TV with Martha Stewart every week. Right, and Super Bowl commercials, so he's super mainstream. But there, there was a time when, you know, the media, when America was saying the same things about Snoop Dogg that they were saying about Tay-K. But Charles Tucker, there, there were some big differences because he's facing a capital murder case in Texas and other possible cases. What, how bad is his legal situation? It's, I mean, it, on a scale of 1 to 10, it's like a 12, Lisa. Um, you know, as, as a criminal defense attorney, the DAC is already stuck you know, stacked in a lot of regards in regards to the possible charges uh, that are facing him, not only when when he was out, you know, but, uh, you know, during that time he went out and committed another crime, you know, and the, the, the chase in and of itself, you know, incorporates charges and additional charges that he could be facing just the fact that he broke away from house arrest and led them on this chase. Uh, I mean, I know his bail is is is, is enormous. If if any, I think he's automatically uh, based on the, the seriousness of the charges in Texas. They already got him, uh, you know, incarcerated based on those uh, seriousness of those charges. So there is a difference between what Snoop was facing from a legal standpoint. He's got a much heavier oh, absolutely, it's night heavier and day. deck of charges against him. Night and day, night and, and day. And then in terms of the, this this aspect of him being a juvenile, because he was 16 when the race, he filmed the race and he was on the run from the U.S. Marshals. They picked him up somewhere in New Jersey. And then now the judge just ruled that he can be tried as an adult. So is that ir irreversible and that means he could face the death penalty? Yeah, well, the, 
based on the charges that he's facing in Texas, uh, the ruling came down based on the the depravity of the crime and the fact that him being involved in the crime, whether he not he was a shooter, you know, actually go applies to his defense, but it puts him in that in that pool of being subject to subjected to the death penalty. And they in order for him to be put in that pool, he would first have to be classified that he's able to be tried as an adult. Wow, we're going to talk about more about the charges. But Terry, with this whole love affair that we have, not just in hip-hop culture, but also American culture, with the bad guy, with the criminal, with the guns, with the drugs, with the whole thing, when you first wrote about that and first wrote True to the Game, you were kind of on the cutting edge of that, and people were saying, oh, that's hood fiction for the hood, and now come to find out it's a major motion picture with major stars. I took a lot of heat. And what were people saying to you? In the beginning, um... In the beginning, uh, when I first started with True to the Game, I had uh, black bookstores that wouldn't let me in even to do a signing. Um, I couldn't even uh, get a street vendor to put my book on the table because at that time when I started, um, it was Terry McMillan and Elin Harris and B.B. Moore Campbell, and it was a different tone. And so when I came out with True to the Game, I guess maybe because it was so uh, street-driven, um, it was it, it it was written with slang, and if you didn't understand, if the you didn't streets, know the streets, you couldn't, you couldn't understand, even understand it, right? the book. You couldn't even read it. So, did they think it was a negative representation? <clears throat> was that was that part of the problem, or it was just like it just was? They just didn't know how to deal with it. I don't think they knew how to deal with it. You know, I can honestly say that in all of my books, especially with True to the Game, I've always you know anybody who's read my work, you know, while it, on one hand it may seem like I'm exploiting a certain lifestyle. Um, there's also a moral message that I leave as a writer. I've always done that. I've always left the moral message there for them, whether they wanted to get it or not. It is in all of my books. So you don't feel it glamorizes the violence, which, which Rob, that has been a criticism of hip hop since day one. I mean, right. in, in your own EP, Right, right. to Dream, you talk about life on the streets. Right, yeah, you know, except for me as an artist, I, I was never, in the streets as an active participant. I had brothers and cousins and all the people around me who, who was doing it. So um, most of, um, or all of actually my EP is written from the perspective of somebody who was witnessing it, but never act, actually like involved in, in that sort of way. Um, so it's reporting, you know, from, from the streets, at, at, you know, because it's a reality. Like, you know, hip hop is, is, is rifled with um, violence because our streets and our communities are there's violence all around us, you know, and, and America loves that story. You know, you love to hear the story again and again. The same reason we watch Scarface over and over and over and over again and, and root for him at the end. Like, there's no, like Terry said, that there's a moral story. At, Scarface dies at the end. Like, everybody conveniently forgets that. Right, he's not, <laughs> like, he's not enjoying uh, his, his lifestyle and, you know, for, for years and years and years to come. But do you, do you feel like that, wait, wait, were you a little bit shocked when you saw the, t- the uh, Tay-K video? Yeah, I was shocked. You know, the real shocking part was at how young he looked. Right. I mean, I mean he, he he was 16 at the time, right? And he looked like he could have been 12. Right. And and with the gun, with the clip in it and the drum, it, you know, it was a lot. I, I think the danger is um, when we watch and we consume this content but take it out of the context that it is. Um, and, and I think what Terry says is right, the, the moral silver lining. You know, I made the correlation to Snoop early and Snoop's murder was the case. But even Snoop's Murder Was the Case song was him rapping a story about how he made a deal with the devil 
and ultimately regretted it, right? So there, there was this kind of moral compass even in all of Snoop's drama, you know? Um, you know, that's what I'm waiting for with, with Take A Musical.ly is, is the other shoe to drop is you're going through this, but, man, it ain't all good. It's, it's, it's not good by, <laughs> like, not by a long all, shot. Like, We're talking about uh, rap versus reality in the Take A case on Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. We'll be back right after this. New York City, it's Miguel, and you're tuning to the Street Soldiers with Lisa Evers. Real people, real issues, and real politics, only on Hot 97. Welcome back to Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. In this episode, we're focusing on where do we draw the line between rap and reality? What about lyrics and real life? And what about the case of this teenage rapper phenomenon called Tay-K, who is now facing capital murder charges at the same time that his song is getting millions and millions of views on YouTube and he's going up through the charts. That's what we're talking about with our panel. Rob Markman, he's a hip hop artist. His debut EP is called Right to Dream. And for everybody in our Street Soldiers audience that keeps complaining about where is the New York hip hop, where is the real writing, all of this, you need to really check it out and uh, and support him as well, New York artist. He's also a well-known hip hop journalist who's interviewed many of the biggest names in the industry. Rob, great to have you. Oh man, Lisa, thank you for having me, man. Thank I'm you excited so to be here. Yeah, great to have you. Also with us is Terry Woods. She is author of True to the Game. She was one of the pioneers of what's now called urban fiction, a whole genre, but when she was doing it, she was out there taking the heat and making it happen. And now her book has become a major motion picture starring Vivica Fox and Columbus Short and others. Terry, great to have you. Thank you, good to be here. Good to have you. Also with us is Charles Tucker Jr. He's a partner in the Tucker Moore Law Group. He's also a criminal defense attorney. He's also represented hip hop artists in a variety of cases. Charles, great to have you with Happy us. Happy to be here, Lisa. Charles, let me ask you this. In terms of, you're also a former prosecutor. I am. So you've been on the law enforcement side. I have. So <clears throat> when, take us into the mindset of the U.S. Marshals and the federal prosecutor, the, the Texas prosecutors, when they see this 16-year-old who they believe murdered someone, making fun of the whole thing with an ankle bracelet on, driving across the country, making videos about it, and, and you know, a lot of gunplay in the video. What do they think? You, they have to take it seriously um, because to them, it, it's the public at large. They're, they're you know, they're in, you know, took an oath to protect. So, when they see the sensationalism, the the parading, so to speak, you know, thumbing their nose up at the justice system, they have to take a strong stance um, because this individual shows a depraved indifference for life in general. Uh, and, you know, the aspect, and we were talking during the break about rehabilitation, he doesn't fall into that category, even though, it, it, which is sad in a lot of respect, Lisa, because the question is whether or not he's a reflection of this new generation of hip hop. There no regard for life, uh, no regard for a future, because the charges he's facing, it's unclear whether or not he'd ever see the light of day. And, you know, as a defense attorney, I'd like to think there is a defense, and, you know, we could talk about that to some extent, whether or not he was actually the shooter in, in the case in Texas. But while he was out, he savagely beat a 65 year old elderly man who identified him in a lineup. So that in itself, and then um, beating up a witness, beating up and killing a witness, allegedly, allegedly, you know, and and the charges on its face, Lisa, as as a prosecutor, I would be making sure that I, you know, 
enforce the law to the highest extent and, and make sure he gets exactly what he's observed. That would be, you know, the justice I'd be seeking, especially for the victims in this case. Terry, in terms, in terms of the type of violence that we see from when you first wrote True to the Game as a novel compared to where we are now, where we do have a lot of teenage, you know, a lot of the shootings are being done, just random shootings, not even like targeted murders like you would see in a, you know, in the drug, in the drug industry, drug game or whatever. Do you see changes or do you think it's just gotten younger? Um, I can honestly say that just reflecting um, on where I was when I was writing True to the Game, that was uh, 25 years ago. Uh, no, we did not have the kind of violence that we have today. We have a different kind of violence. Um, just look at, look, looking at Chicago, looking at Chicago, looking at Philadelphia, looking at Detroit, looking at Gary, Indiana, looking at Baltimore. Um, you know, when you step outside of New York, it, it, it becomes a different canvas out there, um, especially in the inner cities. And um, the violence to me is extreme. Rob, what, Rob, what about that? Because the, in, in terms of the generational thing, because you see, you know, we talk about it in hip hop too, the different, the focus and the, the styles of music. And we're just coming out of this period where people are like, well, look, we have all these conscious rappers and we have artists talking about serious issues. And then you have the, the guy that's the hottest thing right now is a, Teenage, teenager, right. you, well, know, you know, accused the, of accused of very serious murder. The trend in hip hop, I mean, the pendulum always swings. We always go, you know. I, I remember when it was Puff and Diddy and the shiny suit era, and 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 people just got tired of that. So we had to come right back to DMX, which was something a little more rough, a little more street. So you know, I think we're we're in this era now where rappers are, are more emotional, more in touch with their feelings, able to be way more expressive, and. You know that that's the style, and it's kind of getting saturated on that side of the game. So when some somebody like Tay K comes out and it's just raw and the street and it's in your face, it sticks out because there's not much like it. You know, and 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 you see how much fans it actually attracts on YouTube with those numbers growing by the millions every week. And then, so do you think it's also you know the t people who are fourteen, the teenagers, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen? It's like they just don't want to hear that other stuff now. You know, it's like I, they want what's new. What it seems new to them. I, Yes, and you know I think a, a lot of a lot of it is 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 the safari of hip hop, right? A lot of it is, is kids in white suburban homes watching it from the safety of their neighborhoods, getting as close to they can by clicking play on this YouTube video, but never actually having to feel the heat or the danger that's coming into it. But the other side of it is, you know, it, it's a frustrated youth. I mean, every every time you turn on the TV, you know, you see what's going on in these neighborhoods with police, you know, in our communities and 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 young black men. Um, and not to blame it all on that, but it, it's a frustration where I think young black men don't feel like they have a voice and that they aren't being heard and that there's no way out and there's no options. And then you see something like this and how incredibly successful he is. What's going to happen is the copycats that we get from it now. You know, I, you know that's the danger. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, because of the clone about. zone, right. Yeah, because you're going to see, oh, this is successful. Oh, this is how I have to rap now. So everybody's going to start doing it, and you're going to see... Unfortunately, this man, this young man is in a very, he's in dire straits right now, you know, but I, I he's, think, he's, I, really, I think the messaging gets even more dangerous. But does that, doesn't that add to his allure and add yeah. to his legend? It's like a killer that's got 28 bodies on him and never been caught. People are like, whoa, or beat the charges. Right. Doesn't that add to his allure, Charles? It does. It, but the reality, you know, and we're talking about reality is, you know, it will catch up to him and, you know. Whether it catches up to him at 17, Lisa, or in 18, 19, 
the, the, the tragedy is it ends the, the future of this young man. He'll never get to enjoy a traditional opportunity. The opportunities that exist, you know, because many can argue that there's plenty of opportunities. But we're talking about, you know, in our era, there weren't that many opportunities. So you hadn't had a right to feel frustrated and, and subjected. There are so many different opportunities that you face have and we've worked to make sure and ensure that right. they receive that so I you think, don't buy that the, I don't. The, you don't buy that no opportunities uh, well, you, you know the thing the one thing that he said and which remains to be seen is that you know if he gets off and he beats this he said this out tk said this out his own mouth i'm never robbing again you know because now he has this hip-hop career that's actually taking off looks like it's going to be lucrative to him so if he gets out of this he has an option to go the right way right um but damn, man! Like, how unfortunate but, is it that we feel like hip hop, that crime and hip hop is the only but way? But would he out? have gotten? Right. What, 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 how much time do we have? Okay, mm-hmm. but would he have gotten? Would he have gotten all this attention for his video, his musically, if he didn't have this whole story of baby face, cute guy, running away from the U.S. Marshals? No, Terry. This is this is my as a writer, as the as the fiction writer. Objective view with that, like yeah, he has like let's just say that everything works out and he gets to come home, and he has this career path, right? Because he's got these forty million views. The problem with this energy that TK has put out there for himself is that what if that path doesn't work out for him? Then where are we? Because we have a, a lack, possibly, of a then moral take compass goes to AK, here. and that's... Right. right, if it doesn't work for him, if right. it doesn't go his way, if it doesn't happen fast enough, if he's not able to sustain in the music industry and do the things that he has to do to climb that ladder, and he wants it now, is it easier for me to just go get a video camera and a gun? Right, and then make it hot again. Well, yeah. Well, and do it like and, and do it like that. We need to take a short break, but we have some examples, too, I want to bring up and to give us an idea of where this all is going. We're talking about rap versus reality on Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. We'll be back right after this. Hey, yo, 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 what up, what up? It's the infamous Mob Deep, Prodigy right here, you know what I mean? And this is Street Soldiers with Lisa Evers. Real issues, real politics, you know what I mean? and real people only on Hot 97. Welcome back to Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. In this episode, we're talking about a rap phenomenon called Take He is a teenager with one of the hottest songs out right now. He's also facing capital murder charges. Joining us for this discussion, Rob Markman. He's a hip-hop artist. His debut EP just dropped. It's called Right to Dream. Rob, great to have you with us. Hey, Lisa, thank you. Also, um, also with us is author Terry Woods. Her fiction, her urban fiction novel that she wrote many years ago called True to the Game is now a major motion picture starring Vivica Fox and Columbus Short. Terry, great to have you and congratulations you. on all that hard work. Thank really, you. that's a long grind, but it's, it has. it's it's awesome to see. Also with us is Charles Tucker Jr. He's a partner in the Tucker Moore Law Group. He's also a criminal defense attorney, a former prosecutor, and a criminal law professor. What about the whole look at the Bobby Shmurda example? If we're looking for what can happen with this, he had the hot song, you know, hot boy, as we call it on the radio and television. And then he's, you know, took some very serious charges. Now, nowhere near what TK is looking at, but his career kind of. Yeah, well, you know, the, the Schmurter case, what we learned is, is that the police were actually on that crew even before the record took off. So they were already looking at this entire crew and the record took off. And, you know, one, I, I think, you know, they made an example out of it, but it's always 
let's get the rapper. It's, it's good for headlines, right? Because it was actually people in his crew who got more years who had more serious crimes. So we know that that exists. My, my main problem with the Schmurder thing, though, is, again, the, the fetishization of, of urban life, right, of, of, of the violence. So we fetishized it enough to the point of millions and millions and millions of streams and views on YouTube, and now he's locked up and nobody cares anymore. Yeah, but Rob, the, j- just, <laughs> like, to, just to just to challenge you a little bit on that, mm-hmm. because the, the, I look, I covered that case. We did a lot. We did sh- shows on it and looked at and the charges against him. There were real shootings. There were a lot of allegations by the law enforcement that the GS9, you know, which was the rap crew, was really the street crew, and there were real crimes, real victims, real people shot. That he was, you know, that he was allegedly involved in, and ultimately that they, you know, copped a plea to. So it wasn't just a thing of like police looking at him, making him a target because he's got nah, a hot song. No, 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 no. They, they, they were I want to just be clear about yeah, that. Yeah, no, they, they were definitely looking at the that. whole crew, and, and there were real crimes. There were real crimes. And, what, what I'm, what I'm saying is, is the crew. There, there were people with just bigger charges in that crew. Right. More definitely. serious charges, but, but Bobby Smurder on the cover of the Daily News is a sexier headline. Um, but the the real crime, the, not the real, the real crimes are the crimes that are committed. But you know we're interested in in in, in these songs and these artists until we're not anymore. Until they're, they're locked up and they're gone. You know, um, it, it's the fetishization of of just you know ur- urban. It's life. almost like a disposable life. Yeah, it's, and, and, it's, and it's like a disposable to, career. Onto the next one. Disposable in, right onto the and, next and, and, one. And with that, I challenge. The fans, the people who are, why, why are you actually attracted to the song? Why do we love the song? The industry that supports it, the media, the labels as well. Like, like you know, we got to be careful of but the this message. Is our, that we're but this is our discussion, rap. You know, rap and reality. I mean, if it, if they're talking about it in in the way that that you talk about what you witnessed and mm-hmm. and that type of thing, or they're talking about it because they're really out there on the streets. The, the gun they have in the video is their gun that they use. You know, the real a real shooter or whatever. Charles, what about what, that? What did reality that currently exists is they're becoming victims of their own street cred. You know, we had rappers before, you know, Mike's talking about it, you know, who were talking about it from a from a, a you know, witness standpoint and they were removed and, you know, arguments, you know, debates go back and forth of what rappers really endured what, you know, who was really stabbed and who was really carrying guns. So now the younger rappers are saying, you know, let's do it. But what they don't tell is the other story, is the fact that, you know, when they get life, you know, when they're getting the 20, 30 years and that life is taken away, the future of what they could have had is, you know, but then to Mike's point is then the issue is why are we so in in love with the violence and and the sensationalism of the whole aspect? You know, I, I think if you remove the audience from it, then... It doesn't become a so much of a. You push. think the audience fuel audience fuels Absolutely. it. Absolutely, Terry. What what about that? Do you think the audience fuels it? Well, the readers, know, Lisa, the moviegoers, the the people, hip hop fans. You know, I was uh, the, I was talking to some young kids. This it reminds me of a little conversation I had in a juvenile facility, and and it is a lot. Of, it is a lot to do with street credibility. Meaning, you know, he's not real. You know, he hasn't been to jail. He hasn't served time. He hasn't done anything. Like, he's not been to jail. You have to go to jail now. If you don't go to jail, you're not a man. Like, that's your college degree for the streets. Yeah, like, if you don't go to jail, you're not worthy or something. And, 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 And I tried to talk to them. You know, because they should not have to feel like they have and to here, go to jail. And, here. And, and and let me just say this. This is the thing about this young kid that's so troubling with the new with, with these new young young men that are gonna come up and rap. Like, 
you have to like just like I just said like you don't have street cred so now you mean to tell me that the only way you can have street cred is to wave a gun around and then to actually show us doing your violence like it's not good enough that you can just rap or write about it what about that now you know listen hip hop and Chuck D's famous quote is the CNN of the streets right it's it's the black CNN um we have to live in these communities every day. We can't divorce hip hop from these stories because if we're not going to tell these stories, who's going to tell them? You know, we can't. You, Lisa Evans and Street Soldiers does a great job, but you know, when you turn on the news every night, it's not an accurate representation of what's really going on. And again, I, you know, I think the problem is is when you get these stories without the context. You know, everything on my album that I rap about again is from a perspective of a kid who watched his older brothers. You know, I have a cousin who's doing life in jail right now, like. There's nothing glamorous about that. And, and, right, I, and exactly. I rap about that, you know, on my album or, or, or watching my brother go to jail or, or watching my, my cousin get murdered, which helped strengthen my relationship with God because I didn't know what was going on when, when we lost him, you know? Um, so when we just have these stories without the context, you know, and I think it's it, damaging. Right, definitely. And, and there's also a thing, too, like w- w- going back to Bobby Schmurter case, it's like the, the law enforcement, and this was from several different people that I had interviewed and talked with about the case. They said that this was with, with the teens, because he was he was at 19, I think, when the uh, when he caught the case, is the, 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 the shootings were recreational. It's like you hear all these shootings and no one's actually getting killed. You know, people are getting wounded and there's people getting caught by stray bullets. But he's, he, they were like, it's almost like they don't really want to shoot, but they feel like they have to because that's the image. Charles, what about that? It, it's the, again, the image versus reality, you know, and to them, this is their reality. This is what they need to do to establish street cred. We never used to hear anything about that. You know, a street cred is how we lived our lives. But to them, this is what they need to do. You know, if you look at the TK video, the guns and, you know, squirting off and women's faces and, you know, stuff a a normal 17-year-old shouldn't have to experience. You know, you wonder, like, well, you know, what kind of home life did he have? You know, you know, and then you really you uncover what kind of home life he had. His father was in jail and his mother wasn't really there. So there was really never an opportunity for him to even have a chance, Lisa. To have not one, not one adult there that was basically trying to trying to keep him on the on the straight straight and narrow, right? Or to provide some good, you know, culturalization as to what he could actually become, what opportunities he could actually pursue, you know. And it, and that's my point too. I'm sorry. Just if, if he ends up beating this case and has the opportunity to, then he's going to be a superstar, redemption right? Redemption in hip hop again. You know, looking at Snoop again. This, these were a lot of things that people said about Snoop early on. There's a lot of things that people said about Jeezy and his ties to BMF early on. You know, Ti right. got into trouble early on. Fifty Cent and these guys have had amazing hip hop careers. If we if Tupac, if we strip all of their catalogs from hip hop, we're losing some of the greats. And not only that guys who go back to their neighborhood and employ other people from their neighborhood, you know, the DJ, then we take them on the road, my manager, my road manager, right. all come from the same hoods and people get more opportunities through hip-hop. So if he gets off of this case, take a, there's a chance that there's a redemption story here. I, I don't want to write him off just so quickly. You know what I'm yeah, saying? You know, I don't want to write anybody off and, and definitely not him. But Terry, what about with the image? Because as, yeah, as a writer, really... as a creative person, it's very hard. And, you know, as much as people say, well, looks don't shouldn't matter and what the person looks like shouldn't matter, the truth is even more so now I think looks matter. This... So you look at him and he to me he looks like 
a star of a teen kid. sitcom. So like right. he should be in some high school, should, yeah, could take you know, high school sitcom somewhere right. with some cute girls, you know, in the hallway by the lockers. Right. That's what I, I say. I could take him home. We could go do Cub Scouts and but, go tenting. But what? But what do you? You know, what does that do in terms of his popularity? Do you think? Because you got that baby face, and then you got the gun and all the stuff Lisa, that that this Charles is, was talking this about. This is the thing. You know, I didn't see Snoop Dogg doing anything. You know, I just heard him rapping back then. I didn't see Jay-Z stab Un. I just heard Jay-Z rapping and I heard about him paying him off. I did not see, um, who who do you want to name? I did not see their violence. And, and so- An alleged violence in I all those cases. I didn't see their alleged violence. I didn't see them doing bad things. I heard about it. Like, it's different. I didn't see Bobby Schmurder. I heard. I actually saw Tay K today. And Tay K, he, he scares me a little bit. You know, he scares me. Because. Why? He's fearless. And but at 16, energy, a lot of people fearless. are fearless. Well, you know what? You didn't then do something when you were 16 that now you go, I didn't. Thank God I did I, a I, lot I, of things when I was 15, when I was 16, Lisa, but I didn't hurt people. Okay. And so that's the difference. And so I think that when you are out there and you put yourself out there and you do these things, it, there's an impact of me actually visualizing that you have to win me back over. Now these young kids and the younger generation, he don't have to worry about them. They're going to follow him forever. Rob, what about that? Because also, too, in New York City, you know, the, the violent crime has been declining in New York City. The murders, even the shootings went down. We had four days in August of 2017 where no one was killed in New York City. We had four days where there were no shootings at all. One of the worst precincts, one of the most, and I shouldn't say worst, crime-ridden precincts historically in the city had no shootings or no murders for the entire month. So something is going on in New York. Yeah. And that consciousness, do you think that is, you know, as New York initially, like, led the way with hip-hop? Is there some, <laughs> you know, is there some kind of glimmer of hope there? Right, and I, I'm, I'm no legal expert, but, I mean, I, I would attribute a lot of that to um, the gun laws in New York are pretty harsh. Just getting caught with a gun is, is like mandatory right. time. Um you know, so that go, then begs the question to the rest of America, and which I strongly believe we need firmer gun laws in America as as a whole. And I think we can cut down a lot of this gun violence. And and New York, nobody wants to play around. You don't want to do three years just for just getting for caught. Having or, or, the, just for having the time. Just for having the time. Correct me if I'm wrong. but And that's why, you know, look at what happened with Lil Wayne um, so many years ago. And right. him getting and locked did, up. Did, did time at Rikers. You know, um, New York don't play when it comes to the gun laws. I think, I think that has a lot to do with it uh, and de definitely a factor here this is street soldiers i'm your host lisa evers we're talking about rap versus reality and we'll be back right after this what's up y'all it's your boy ro timmy you're listening to street soldiers with lisa evers Yes, sir. Welcome back to Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. We're talking about rap versus reality, life in the lyrics, and also the case of Teke. He is a teenager now charged with capital murder. At the same time he's facing those serious charges, his song, The Race, is going up the charts and getting millions of views on YouTube. Joining us to discuss this is Rob Markman. He's a hip-hop artist. His debut EP just dropped. It's called Right to Dream. Highly recommended. Thanks, Lisa. And he's also nice a very well-known hip-hop journalist who's interviewed many of the biggest names that have ever written any type of hip-hop song. So thank you so much for being with us. Nah, thanks for having me. Great to have you. Also with us is Terry Woods. She's the author of the urban fiction novel True to the Game. 
She's a pioneer in that genre, and her book has now been made into a, ma a major motion picture with Vivica Fox, Columbus Short, and other stars. Terry, great to have you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. We really appreciate it. Also with us is Charles Tucker Jr. He's a partner in the Tucker Moore Law Group, a criminal defense attorney, former prosecutor, and also a law school professor. Charles, great to have you with Thank us. Thank you, Lisa. Thanks Let for me talk me. about the rap video itself. You, you're saying the, the graphic nature of the video disturbs people. A 16-year-old, because he was 16 at the time he made the video, with all of those guns. But it's the state of Texas. He could have easily have gotten the guns, right? Right. So what about can that video, and we've seen other cases, Charles, where the actual video is used as, as evidence in a criminal case. Absolutely. Is that possible here? Oh, absolutely. Um, if they could uh, attribute, you know, the guns that he used in the video to a crime, uh, to, you know, whether or not, I mean, it blocks a uh, possible opportunity to say he didn't have access to it. You know, clearly he exposes himself. And I think a lot of times uh, rappers, when they start tweeting and, and putting stuff on social media, I mean, as you know, law enforcement is now using social media as a tool against, time. you know, rappers and other individuals, uh, you know, more than ever before. But the video itself, there's a lot of, I think, disturbing uh, images that it, it portrays. And I think, you know, go to go to Terry's point, you know, we used to hear about uh, stuff, you know, from the rap lyrics. And hearing and seeing is totally different. I think, I think for the, the culture, we as Americans, you know, who like rap, who grew up on rap, I, I was outraged to see the, the video itself. And, you know, because if this is what we've birthed to support rap, I don't think we, we wanted it. I was talking to a good friend of mine who's in the industry for a number of years on my way up here, and I'm like, this needs to, if this is what rap has become, it needs to be the death of it. Do you feel it's setting the image of black men in America back? In the, in the I, I hope not, because I think there's enough of us out here doing the right thing, and we see you know, that we can listen to a lyric and not need to express ourselves in such way, and we understand the reality of it. And, you know, we're connected. I mean, I grew up in Hollis, Queens, so you can't tell me that was, that's, you know, we're, we're south side five minutes away. So, you know, no one, I didn't believe I needed any street cred. You know, so I think the mentality of the youth is what I believe an image like that could infiltrate and affect much more than a lyric ever could. Is what makes it cool. Rob, what about that? Because, it's, you know, it's, and also, too, 15, 16 is a time in your life when you're mm -hmm. rebelling against everything. You don't want to listen to anybody. Mm -hmm. You don't want to have authority. And here it is. I mean, this baby-faced teenager is taking on the U.S. government, the, right. the fugitive task force of the U.S. Marshals, which are, like, the baddest dudes. Yeah. Well, you know, the, the one thing is I think the technology, the access to technology that we have and this generation has um, makes it a lot easier to show off these things very instantaneously. You know, there's no video director, there's no label that you have to go to for a budget to hire a video director, to shoot a video, to go to two or three weeks of editing. And during that process, somebody says, you know what, maybe this isn't a good idea. Now, nah, this is him and his friends, they're shooting, uploading to it. It might take a day if that. Right. You know, my, my problem with that, and Instant. De definitely don't want to see the, the death of hip hop. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, not at um, I don't but, think we ever will. I don't but, think at this but, point we ever will. But, you know, the, 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 the one issue that, that I have, and, and I take, there's several issues I have, but where I take take care of the task is this: stop telling on yourself. 
Like, and this whole generation, it's not only just <laughs> right. committing the crime. But that's a generational you. thing. Yeah. That's a but, but you go on Twitter and say you're going like on the so, run or, or you right. go on this video. You're, like, can't you're, track you're, you? You're building But it. some of them, but, but I've heard, but there have been, there, there been, there been artists, there have been artists that have said that I've personally heard, go like, how, do, how did the cops know I was going to be there? I'm like, <laughs> like, dude, you had it all over your Instagram. You don't think the police department has people watching and reading everybody's you're, Instagram? Come on. You're, you're building the case for them, and, and, and if he's serious about being a hip-hop artist you know um again potentially he gets off he could turn this whole thing around but really turn it around and let's not just fake like we're turning around first of all stop telling on yourself like you, besides what you're doing to a generation of, of people with the images that you're putting it's out, just incriminating you're incriminating yourself you may never get out just based off of the video of the stuff that he's is that true charles can the that be used you know these things he said about himself can those be used as uh oh absolutely yeah, uh, I mean, prosecutors kind of like a, absolutely okay. there's possible charges you know the extent of what he's involved with in texas remains to be seen right but i again i i point back to you know notwithstanding the charges that he's facing in texas when you think about Someone who's, I mean, because you, you would like to think when someone already knows they're facing serious criminal charges that they're probably going to lay low. Right. But to go out <laughs> and, and that get would on be the, the run, general. That would be the general you know, response and, and, is like, let me just let me just lay in the cut here. Right, and you know, right. but, but Lisa, to the extent that, okay, you go on the run to do what? You know, and then when you're out, you just you find time to beat up an elderly old man. And, and and rob him too, and 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 beat him within you know minutes of his life. I, I I think you know that's an individual to me that you know I don't you know not to discredit what Mike is saying. Uh, I just don't believe he could be rehabilitated. You know that I mean you. I'd like to believe everyone can, but you know when you're facing serious charges and you still you think that's find too time, hardcore. This isn't about like robbing a liquor store, or no. robbing a convenience store, right? Because or, or he, something he like that. Because the, the the crime of robbery is 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 force. Right. You know he didn't need to beat him so badly to the point where the gentleman was with when you know inches of his life, and uh, I, I don't see. Uh, uh, a need for that kind of violence. Rob, what about the, in, in terms of the creative freedom, because the, the, mm. the other side of this, we're talking a lot about kind of like the reality and the cultural, but as an artist, from the from a creative standpoint, you do draw on your own experience. So should he be criticized for that? And it, should he be criticized if 38 million people want to see his video about it? Um, I mean, anybody could be criticized for anything. I, th I think we need to criticize so we can get to a better place. So the criticism is, is, is not my problem. Maybe condemning the ultimate condemnation of, of, of him and his art. Um, again, I, I'd like to see him grow as an artist and open it up and add that moral compass as so many of the greats did. Uh, you know, again, you know, Tupac right. had that. You know, he, he was out there thugging. He was shooting at cops. You know, he, he went to jail for some sexual charges. There's, you know, some refute whether he actually did it or kind of took the right, rap to somebody else. Sketchy, right. Yeah. But, you know, Pac was out there, but there was that balance and there was that moral compass. You know, we, we all know where Jay-Z came from, but you listen to 444, you know, 25 wow. years later, there, there's a, a there's it's a balance unbelievable. to it. Snoop, again, like... You see the growth the and progression. Thing. Yeah, these are the same yeah. things my parents said about Snoop when they saw him on the news every night on the murder trial. 
And now my mother watches him on TV with Martha Stewart. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, I, I Did think. Did you ever think you would no, see that day? Not, 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 my not mother's watching Snoop Dogg <laughs> on TV. Right. But, but, you know, so it, I, I like to think, I like to hope maybe I'm optimistic, maybe I'm a dreamer, but there is some hope to rehabilitate yes, this so kid. All the he's above, a, but so am I. So yeah, go. He, he's only 16, 17 years old. Right. Like, I, I, you know, if, look, if he did the crime and he's convicted, then. He has to serve whatever he yeah. did, but I mean, because that's yeah, somebody's grandfather. Right. That's somebody's father, right. and I, I don't want that right. to get lost. But you know, first of all, there were six people involved in in the shooting. We we don't know whose role and who did what. Right, like we don't know exactly if he was the who trigger was the man, shooter, what the was the mastermind, the, all those things. And and there's a chance to save this kid and potentially through hip hop be a redemption I, or I, life lesson. I'd, lo I'd right? love to see that. 20 years down the, the, the line and see who this kid or can see, become. Or see a 30-year-old Tay-K talking about, listen, right. or even this a 25-year-old Tay-K. Right. But, but you know, it, again, if he did the crime, not the real victims are, are yeah, actual victims. Yeah, but this is a death penalty. Right. But, but Texas yeah, has a death, death penalty. penalty. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah. Has, that has a He's whole other a dimension to it. He's got a legal road ahead of him. Um, you know, and, and to, to Mike's point, to, to what Rob. extent... This is know, Mike, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, uh, I've been calling him Mike the whole time. A Mike today is it's all right. <laughs> He's got the Yankee Look, hat. He on, rocks cool the mic. Uh, yeah. He rocks See, the mic. That's, that's what it was. Rocks that's what you were thinking about. Like okay. Yeah, yeah. He rocks good, the mic. Good, that's good what you're thinking about. But okay. uh, to his point, it 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 really it really goes to show you, you know, where we've come, you know, in the rap industry and as a culture, itself, as a culture, you know, where I think to some extent our our senses have become dull. You know, and I think he is really throwing it in the face of how dull it's early become. Because, you know, I don't think 15, 20 years ago it would have gotten so much, you know, credibility or rave. You know, I, I think we had a different appreciation of what rap really was and what we what it meant to us. Now it's becoming now we're letting it become this outlet for this outrageous violence that uh, is getting this and and play. and you have the video like Terry said you have the video on the, the video yeah. is on your phone people can show it to each other they can send it to each other in two seconds everybody can see it but Terry did you ever have in your novels that a, a teenager like a take hey honestly um, yes there were, there so were it's nothing new there. no I mean it's it's not that it's new but you know it it becomes borderline where you look as an where you are as an artist like he says he's looking out of a window me i'm looking out of a window i'm a reflection of wherever you put me you know that's what you're going to get however that that reflection does not invade my moral compass or my personal being you know my 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 responsibility to my neighbor my responsibility to mankind like just because i entertain you and just because i can write violence and just because i know how to kidnap people and put them in the trunk of the car and just because i can do you kill really what? no i'm joking <laughs> <laughs> you know she knows somebody who you know knows somebody who knows that she knows you somebody know who knows somebody. i know i'm just, I'm just I'm saying <laughs> you know when, when we're well, you got to say that the for book, the end. <laughs> right Right. We're not gonna go do that. I know, but I mean to upload the video and then it can't and, and be then my reality. and then hit the road on the run. But, but Lisa, you know with the with the ankle. But that can't be reality, though. That cannot be reality. And even though I know it's some people, it is reality, his reality. It's there, there and he's he's facing be, some very real. Need, you do have to draw in a line. Texas in a very strong pro law enforcement, very well, there tough. There has to be a line you know, drawn. You know, I don't think they have college courses in the prisons there. I think you're there. You know, oh lord, building you know who's, them. Who's a great story though, Lisa? T Grizzly. And his song, yes. First Day Out. T. Grizzly is almost the flip side. Now, 
the charges aren't as, as severe that, you know, T. Grizzly had a lot of robbery charges and stuff like that. But he had a lot of charges. He was facing time. T. Grizzly is the guy who got out and said, I'm going to take all my stories and hip-hop and turn it to a positive. So literally made a song called First Day Out about the first day he got out of prison. You know, if, if you know, TK gets off and he could become a T. Grizzly, we, we're just seeing his story start a little bit earlier. But, you know, so as much as we condemn the violence and, and the telling of these stories, look at what it's done for a guy like T. Grizzly. All right, and Charles, it's a great story. Yeah, and we want, we yeah. want to get him on Street Soldiers. Charles, in, in, terms, of, in terms of Tay-K defending him, just quickly, is there some kind of way to defend somebody like that when the video's out there like that and, and the track record is not so good? Right. Well, I mean, to go to Rob's point, you would have to really hone in on the fact that he is so young and that there is an opportunity, you know, even though he's uh, possibly involved in these serious crimes, his track record is not long. You know, right. he doesn't have a long criminal record. Um, so you can always make the argument and there's, you know, plea negotiations that could be involved in, you know, that he has an opportunity or there is an opportunity to rehabilitate him um, and possibly turn, you know, turn him into a success story. You know, begin, but he he's in Texas, and as you pointed out, that it's not you know, it's not one of the states known for uh, being light on these capital murder cases, and they take it very very seriously, and um, the deck you know the deck is almost stacked against him in that respect, uh, and then for him again to go out and commit another crime right when they gave him out. a chance with the ankle bracelet and then that it's not it's not that, a good that look doesn't, yeah that doesn't all right well help. we're going to be following this case uh definitely i want i want to thank our panel uh, for this episode of street soldiers rob markman hip-hop artist check out his debut ep right to dream he's also a very well-known hip-hop journalist rob great to have you with us on the show thank you for having me Lisa. thank you also with us is terry woods she's the author of true to the game you got to check out the film now starring uh now out starring columbus short and vivica fox terry great to have you Thank you. We really appreciate it. Charles Tucker Jr., awesome to have you, and thanks for breaking down all the uh, legal things and, and legal issues here for us, as always. Thank, thank you, you so, so much. And uh, thank you, everybody, for watching. Remember, follow me, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at Lisa Evers, Snap, Lisa Evers Live, and use your mind. It's your best weapon. I hope it's your only weapon. I'm Lisa Evers. Let's push for peace.